and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chalk. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, what we do on here is give our honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings-on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views, indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the NXT review show. I think we're saying it's the last NXT 2.0, I believe. Certainly the last of the recorded, pre-recorded episodes. And let's be honest, what a load of bollocks this show was. We'll get into it a little bit. This was far removed from the enjoyable NXT 2.0 that I've been watching. Uh, Not enough stupidness. Boring matches... Uh, matchups that I just did not want to see, uh, storylines being furthered that I could not care about. But let's, as I said, let's get into it. Ilya Dragunov, who showed up at the end of last week's show, starts this one off. He comes out and says that last time he was there, he conquered an unbeatable machine. He says some more bollocks about pain being his best friend. WWE love that, don't they? Uh, so he returned to achieve his destiny and beat another unbeatable machine and become champion. JD McDonough then interrupts, calls Dragunov a sneaky little rat. Uh, Dragunov says that last time he saw him, he made him leave NXT UK. JD says, yeah, but you were so broken you had to vacate the title afterwards and leave yourself. Uh, he threatens to end his career, basically. Braun Breaker then comes out, welcomes Dragunov to NXT, says uh, the title isn't going anywhere. JD McDonough says he's number one contender. Why don't you guys fight and we'll fight? I'll fight the uh, the winner. Braun uses Steiner maths to work out that he's got 33 and a third chance of winning. Uh, let's make it a triple threat. You know, I'm, I'm fine with it being a triple threat, but this opening segment was terrible. Uh, and as for the triple threat, as, it, as long as it doesn't end with JD McDonough as champion, I'm okay with it, I guess. I don't think anyone came away from this opening segment looking good. Uh, we see Gallus, uh, Briggs and Jensen having a pull-apart brawl backstage. More of that crap to come. Um, we get a weird Joe Gacy and the Diad, the Schism or whatever the bloody hell they're called. A video from those guys. Lingett, Fallon Henley versus Mandy Rose. Uh, Mandy Rose does a nice cartwheel drop kick and shows a lot of disrespect early on. Henley comes back with a drive-by kick and uppercut in the ropes. Uh, Mandy quickly 
takes back control though. Uh, she locks in the octopus stretch for which seemed like ages, which again a thread throughout this show. Hard strikes by both, but it ends up with Mandy Rose hitting a massive running knee to the face for the win. I've got to be honest, this was better than I thought it was going to be. Mandy Rose's performance for me was pretty decent. But there was way too many off-putting things going on around ringside. Uh, JC Jane and Gigi Dolan again were really annoying. Fallon Henley screaming after every piece of offence just meant I didn't really like anything that she did. I do think Mandy Rose is uh, really improved. And I, I do like her, but... I mean, the match was decent. After the match, though, Mandy Rose cuts a terrible promo on Alba Fire, which didn't really make any sense. Alba Fire then shows up on the uh, screen and sets fires to the words hashtag and new. Why? What a load of bollocks that, that was. Albert Fire's been doing this character for ages now and just I don't has she had a match? I don't really remember one I mean, I don't remember anything that's happened in NXT over the past twelve months if I'm honest, but she just seems to walk around swinging a bat and setting fire to things from what I've seen. We then get a weird Apollo Cruise video where uh we see Grayson Waller bleeding from the eyes. Weird. There's then Wesley versus Tony D'Angelo. Uh, nothing really happened in this until Stax got himself thrown out. That was before the break. After a break, Tony has a chin lock on for what seemed like ages. Camelo, Hayes and Trick were watching it in the back. And then... Wesley uh, dropped toe hold on uh, Tony in the corner, which is when Tony D'Angelo injured his knee. I don't think it's fair really to talk about this match too much, as it was already leaked that Tony had got injured in this match. So I kind of found myself anxiously waiting for that to happen. Um... I hope he isn't out for too long. I think I heard that it was meant to be six weeks. I'm not quite sure what the injury is. Um, obviously a knee injury, but uh, best wishes go out to the Don of NXT from us here. Uh, we then get Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams getting interviewed backstage, which was just weird. Or immense uh, uh, interrupted. Not much to say there, to be honest. We had a pretty deadly video, which is weird. I don't know the, what the best way to describe it is, to be honest. Other than knowing their characters, it was kind of great. It was really stupid, but what 
NXT 2.0 has been about for the past 12 months. We then get the debut of Sol Ruka, I think that's how you say her name, against Amari Miller. Uh, I saw a lot of potential in Sol Ruka. Uh, she is obviously very athletic, but I felt really sorry for her having to have her first match against somebody else that's a rookie, basically, a really green wrestler. I don't mean any disrespect to Amari Miller, and it's not her fault at all, but there's a reason why jobbers have been vastly experienced wrestlers in the past and not somebody that doesn't really know what what she's doing herself. You know, uh, their job is to put over the new talent. It's a shame. I feel really sorry for both of them, to be honest. They... But we'll see what happens. Um, I think Sol Ruka has got something. Just felt really sorry for her here. Uh, Gamas are then fighting with security. Really don't care. We then get Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy. Uh, Grimes goes at Gacy with kicks right from the start, but distraction by the Diad means. Gacy can unload on Grimes. Uh, Grimes comes back though with flying forearms, but the dyad try to get in the way again. So Grimes flip dives over them. Uh, back in the ring, Gacy manages to take control. Grimes hits a super kick though, but the dyad again get involved for Gacy to hit a handspring lariat thing for the win. Look, I hate uh, the characters of the schism. Uh, I hate the Joe Gacy character. But actually, this match was okay. Um, in terms of ring action, anyway. Very short. Worry a little bit about where Cameron Grimes goes from all this. But this was fine for what it was. We then get star of NXT, Grayson Waller, getting interviewed backstage. He was awesome here. Uh, Nikita Lyons then took on Caden Carter. Uh, there was a lot of ass wiggling at the start of this. Don't know why. Uh, Lyons throws some strikes. They sit in another chin lock variation for a while, which seemed like ages actually. Lions hits a quite a decent Michinuka driver for two. Carter though nails her with a running kick, which looked great. The finish though came when Lions hit her roundhouse kick and her splitty penny fin for the win. At times this was actually okay stuff uh, for what it was. The Michinuka driver looked great. The kick from Carter looked great. But there was a bit of miscommunication at the start that nearly saw them come head-to-head. I think that would have done some damage, but thankfully they missed just... uh, Yeah, not a lot to say on this either, really. 
We then get a Chase University pep rally, which was brilliant. Uh, Andre Chase shouted at a journalist by, by the name of Dave. Hmm, wonder who that was in reference to. And then it was time for Zion Quinn versus Ilya Dragunov. This started with a headlock, which felt, again, was locked in for, I don't know, felt like five minutes. It wasn't that long, but that's what it felt like. Um, Quinn has to pull the hair to do any sort of offense. And the offense that he did put on was all very basic, very boring. He gets a two out of a standing splash. Uh, Dragunov comes back with a lariat and a German suplex, followed by just smashing Quinn with a sledgehammer strike, I think they called it, which looked awesome. And then his weird finisher, which is almost like he just throws himself at him. A running coffin drop, could you call it? I don't know. This is a bit boring, other than that massive sledgehammer strike. Dragunov's going to be great, I would presume. Zion Quinn is a big, boring bastard that looks great, just doesn't have anything about him in the ring. Again, not a lot to say on this, really. We get a little video package of Wendy Chu and Lash Legend. Didn't like that either. <clears throat> then Brutus Creed took on Damon Kemp. Uh, Br- Brutus meets Kemp in the entranceway. They sort of fight back towards the ring where Kemp gets control after hanging him up on the top rope. Then he just sucked the life out of the place and sat in a another chin lock variation again for what seemed like ages. Uh, Brutus fights back. He sort of pounces Kemp out of the ring. And for some reason, Kemp just goes and grabs a chair and just beats the shit out of Brutus. Um, other than the attack, this was terrible, I thought. Expecting a lot more from this. I know Kemp's pretty new to, to wrestling, but Brutus, I've seen him do some cool things. Not good at all. We then had a couple of backstage segments. One was Quincy Elliott giving Sanger life lessons or something. Uh, and then basically telling Zion Quinn that he sucks. You had Alba Fire setting fire to stuff again. Um, toxic Attraction running away. And then it was main event time. It was Wolfgang and Mark Coffey versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Now, this was meant to be a pub rules match. But what fucking pub is known for a ball rope, trash cans, tables and chairs? Really, where was the actual bar other than a tiny little table at the end where they could take a glass from? I'm not even going to run through what happened in this match. 
for the simple reason I hate everything about this, other than one thing, and that was Mark Coffey being stuffed into a bin upside down. I kind of laughed at that. I hate both of these teams. I do not see what anyone sees in any of these boring twats. Gallus are terrible. Wolfgang, I think, is probably one of the most boring wrestlers in NXT. I hated this. The the match gimmick itself sucked. Like I said, where was the pub? Where was the bar? Where awful, I thought. And then after the match, Gallus get arrested because I think Joe Coffey punched a referee or something. Why were the police already there? Uh, who cares? <laughs> who really cares about any of this in NXT? I've got a horrible feeling, though, that we are going to see Gallus quite a bit going forward and just sucks the joy out of watching anything. I'm, I mean, there may be fans of Gallus out there. And I I can take Joe Coffee. I don't mind him, but the other two, just not for me. If they are for you, great. Carry on enjoying it. It's up to you. But yeah, like I said, what a load of bollocks this TV show was. Other than a couple of video packages, I pretty much hated everything else. There's, I mean, no match that I'll ever remember. Disappointing for me. If it is the last NXT 2.0 show, then pretty crap way to say goodbye to that era I know I I'm talking like it was this great era it wasn't it was funny because it was crap basically but I enjoyed it you know like I said I've got a horrible feeling we're gonna get just boring wrestling now in a boring looking environment (sighs) we'll see next week let's not get into it too much I would love to hear what you thought of NXT though and maybe let me know what you thought if you were one of us that did watch it over the past year let me know what you thought of it or any other wrestling that you may have watched do that by getting in touch on Twitter I am at AdamChalk8 on there or go to the Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page while you're at it, please subscribe, comment, and leave a review to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Look out for more podcasts dropping in your feeds over the next week. I'll be back tomorrow to review AEW Dynamite. Until then, though, I have been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. <laughs>